got a big ego. <laughs> I'm such a big ego. Uh-uh-uh. I got a big <laughs> ego. She love my big <laughs> ego. So stroke my big <laughs> ego. I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world. Uh, go play the Earl Cup. Everything I throw up, blow up. Talking to the girl, she said, know what? Grow up. You nasty. I Understand why they trippin' if you ask me Flow just the nicest I admit the propane I just spit Probably just raise the gas prices Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me What you want, dawg? Trying to stay recession-free And spit refreshingly When I rock the stadium You probably get sweaty You should bring an extra tea Now I'm standing next to J Who's standing next to B Could have been anywhere in the world But you're here with me That's good for my ego <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day I played Kobe. I walked up the puff and he really know me. Coulda let the dream killers kill my self-esteem. Or use the arrogance as a steam that power my dreams and my ego. Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. What's going on, everybody? Oh, man. Let's make Kanye 2006 again. How about that? Uh, How's everybody doing? Speaking of Kanye, I hope everybody's mental health is doing famously. It's getting colder. It's getting darker earlier. So I want to make sure that all you people, all my people are good. I hope you're all doing well. I hope uh, this fall's not getting to you yet. If it is, you know, don't worry. There's uh, always another side to the darkness. Ah, man. You know what's funny is that I started I started the, the episode off with uh, a classic Kanye song talking about ego. And obviously he's been in the news lately. Um, I won't get into it. Maybe I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do a bonus uh, episode on why uh, Kanye does what he does. But one of the reasons is because he has a very big ego. And the funny thing is, is as you watch him unravel uh, in public, you start to realize that he's just really vocalizing the typical male ego. The arrogance, the... The posturing, which is the male ego. And you can see how fragile it is just with him being in the public eye. And that's the funny thing about it is that a lot of people, they criticize him and they they look at him like, look, he's crazy. He's unhinged and all this. But if you really dissect who Kanye West is, he is the manifestation of the male ego. And out of the two egos, um, you know, the male and the female ego, you start to realize that the male ego is the most fragile. And, and, and stereotypically, or I'll guess, I guess uh, in a very sexist way of thinking, a lot of people would think that the female ego is more fragile. It is the other way around, my friends. It is the other way around. And, and, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to explain to you how and why 
the male ego is, boy, that shit is Mr. Glass fragile. Mr. Fra- Mr. Glass being Sam Jackson in Unbreakable. For those of you who don't know. But yeah, like, it bruises easy. It damages easy. And it's really easy to get under a guy's skin. It's really easy. And, like, seriously, uh, it's easy to get under my skin. Uh, not like it used to be. I'll tell you this. Not like it used to be because, you know, I have a lot of more, a lot more knowledge of self. And, you know, I'm very self-aware. Uh, more self-aware. Let me, let me, let me uh, dial that back. I'm not very. I'm more self-aware than what I used to be. Especially as a younger man. But, yeah, I still have an ego. There's still shit that, you know, gets to me. And it's gonna. Because, you know, it's just how society views uh, the male attitude and the female attitude and all this. Like, the, the male ego is very overt. Is very competitive. Is a very competitive energy, and it's crazy. Is that as many as 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 many men grow up thinking like, nah, I'm a lone wolf, and I do this by myself. Fuck that. There's no nigga like me. And then at that at the same time. In his head, he's comparing himself or he's competing against a person that they may not know that they're being competed with. That's crazy. Do you think, think, think about that shit? Some, some, of, some of us, some people, some men are in competitions they are unaware of. That's insane. It's almost comical. Oh, like in 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 that fragility, which is, you know, the male. Uh, I don't want. I want to keep. I don't want to keep saying ego. Uh, the id, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just that male energy is very is very fragile. Just by complimenting somebody or com- in being compared to somebody will actually cause a visceral reaction from them. And it's nuts. Like you have that much energy against somebody who doesn't know what is happening, really? Like, you know, that's where a lot of jealousy comes from. And I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into uh, I'll break I'll break it down a little bit more. But but sometimes you have to and ladies let me open y'all, y'all up to how to tell if a guy has an ego, or at least a big ego. And I'll, I'll tell you, when I was making this list, when I was looking at this list, I was like, God damn it. I think I have, a, I think I'm a walking red flag because I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I do that. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Yeah, I do this. So how do you tell if a guy has an ego? He talks about himself a lot. I do this. Not a lot, but a lot. Not, not a lot, a lot, but a lot. So you can, you can tell that he's very self-centered. And he holds himself in a higher regard than he holds other people. Whatever. Uh, he protects himself first. Which I don't, in reading that one and putting this on this list, I, I ask, is that so wrong? 
Is it so wrong to protect yourself first? Like, I understand if there's, like, kids in a room, you protect them first. Human shield, whatever. But you have to protect yourself. You have to look at yourself and go, yo, uh, I got I to gotta look out for me because in most cases, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of us don't have anybody else looking out for us. So, yeah, I will, I will protect myself first in some cases because if I don't, who else is going to do it? Uh, another way, uh, he won't take your advice. Very close-minded. A person with a big ego, a man with a big, big ego. He won't take advice. Very close-minded, very... Uh, Short-sighted. So that's a, that's another way. Uh, ladies, you may see this. Uh, he compares himself and your relationship to others. You know, like if you if like ladies, you've done this. You you've been on dates, and you know. You're telling, you know, obviously when you're getting to know each other, you're starting to share uh, your pasts together. Like, you know, hey, this is what I went through. This is what I went through. And this is this, and this. And in that sharing, you, you can see him get a little tight. I don't, and, and this is, and guys, we have to stop doing this. We have to stop pretending. Like, we're the first and last dick these ladies have ever sucked in life. Like, we have to understand that, that we're not the first. And we're not going to be the last. Unless you're 88 years old and sometimes not even then, man. So, like, in that, in that sharing, you start seeing a guy like comparing himself to your past relationship and his past relationship. And like, you know, he starts, uh, like, I guess making a list of pros and cons and all that shit. But at the same time, he's sitting there like, ah, oh, man. So like in, in, in the back of his head, in the back of his mind, he's wondering if that other guy had a bigger dick than him. And the reason I know is because I've thought this. I'm like, ah, I've wondered that nigga got a bigger dick than me. And, mo and look, it happens. Stranger things have happened than a guy with a bigger dick than me. Things have happened. So that's, that's what affects the male ego. That, that too right there. Don't let, don't let, the guy find out that the lady's old work was dealing with a hammer. Like, don't, don't let that get out. Don't let that information get out. Don't let it slip in an argument. Don't, don't fucking put it in a group chat. Don't let your homegirls let him know because it's going to cause a fight that you didn't know you were going to have. So, and in, in, in the back of our head, the back of our mind is there. Is there and girls, you do it too, but we kind of worry about it a little bit more. I don't know why. Maybe the first time you slip it in, it feels like boot cut jeans. Who knows? Like, damn, bitch, can you hem this shit up a little bit? But you know, moving on, moving on. Uh, another, another way to tell that the guy has an ego, he's not present. He's not currently in the moment. Ladies, you're on a date with him. And he's on his phone and he's texting. He's not there. He's not worried about you. It is messed up. Because he should be present with you. He should be in the moment. 
enjoying it with you. And you know, the funny thing is, is that most guys won't realize that we're not in the moment until it gets pointed out to us. And then they're like, yo, we on my bad. Yo, I was, I was just texting my boy about, you know, who's going to play the next Wolverine. Shit, like, it, it, it's just stupid. Like, we're, we, we cop, please. Um, just to, just, just not face the fact that, yeah, man, like we're, we're being selfish or we're being self-centered or we're being very dismissive of the young lady's feelings. So yeah, if he's not present, if he's not there, then that's kind of a red flag, isn't it? Ladies, is it not? You ever have a conversation with somebody and you're looking at them and you're, you're, you're talking to them and you just know that they're somewhere else in their head? They're not really paying attention to you. And you can tell by the, uh, the responses that he has. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So, like, what do you want to eat? Like, mozzarella sticks or something? Like, it, like it, it's very... His responses have nothing to do with what you're saying. It's happened. I've done it. That's crazy. So, like, fucked up about the, the Mets losing the wild card. Like, it's, 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 it hasn't, like, we're not paying attention. And I say we. I throw myself in this category because I have, I have done it. I try to be present. I try to. Uh, I think I want to say, ugh, I want to say late last year I had a date. Uh, I took the, the young lady out and how can I put this delicately? She might be listening too. Who gives a shit? Uh, I wasn't really interested. Like after, like after a little while of spending time with her, uh, we went out to dinner and then we like, we went to a, like a game night and all that. And then in the middle of the date, I started checking like Instagram. That's how you know that I, like one, I was being absolutely a shitty companion at that time. But at the same time, it's like, all right, like, all right, homie. Like, it's, I, I, I want you to get the sign, the signal that, you know, this ain't working. But I should have been out, out front with her and said, hey, yo, you know what? This is not working out, blah, blah, blah. However, I, I'm a huge pussy sometimes. So, especially at that time, I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me, uh, let me check what's going on in the world of Instagram. It's probably like a dog video whispering or some shit like that. I don't know. I watch weird shit. Uh, there's, there's people, there's guys. Another, another way to tell if a guy has an ego, he's there just for the boost. He's there for you to boost his confidence. And, and you know, it's fucked up. And check this out. Um, and I've seen it. And I may have done it. Guys. Uh, how should I say this? In a, in a very delicate way, PC way. Let's see. Let me, I'm, I'm thinking if there's a way to say this and still be seen as a good guy. No, there's no way. All right. So sometimes us guys, uh, we, we, we sleep with a homely female. Homely and, you know, she's not very attractive or she may be 
a little heavy, a little, you know, a little, a, a little down on her self-esteem. And we will sleep with these young ladies to boost our ego. I've done it. I have done it. That's how I knew I hit rock bottom one time. And I'll tell <laughs> So, 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 the story goes. Uh, one time I was at a local bar. It was a Monday. I was really down bad. I was uh, middle of a, a huge breakup. So I was in a bar. And it was a Monday. I would say like around, it's about closing time on a Monday. And Mondays usually close early because not so many people are going to drink. Uh, well, no socially uh, put together person drinks on a Monday. Or mentally stable. That's the word I was looking for. No mentally stable person drinks on a fucking Monday. So here I am drinking my, my sorrows away on a Monday. And uh, some guy walks in. Uh, my man, Tony. May you rest in peace. My man, Tony, walks in. And uh, I think he, yeah, the night before he missed his birthday bash at that same bar. And um, so he, like, he just came in for a drink. He's like, yeah, hey, he was telling me. That you know he he missed his birthday gig, and so I was like, yo, you know, since it's your birthday, I'll buy you a drink, whatever. So me and him were getting shit faced at the bar, and the bartender Monday, and here's here's the trick: Monday bartenders aren't as pretty as the Friday bartenders, or they're not as sexy as them. They're a little a little funhouse mirroring. So. Uh, as I'm getting drunker and my man, Tony's getting drunker, the young lady behind the bar, I forget her name right now. Uh, <laughs> she had to weigh at least three bills. Like she was, she was big. She was big, big. Anywho. So she was going through some whatever situation with her with her uh boyfriend or some guy that she was talking to and he wasn't answering and yada yada yada. So she says out loud, I'm just gonna fuck the next guy that that walks in. So she looks at me and is mind you, it's me and my man Tone in in the bar. It's just me and him. Close to closing time is a Monday. And <laughs> this is a fucked up story. Uh, so me and him look at each other and we go, yo, rock, paper, scissors, the loser has to fuck her. Uh, I lost. Uh, Fortunately or unfortunately, I lived within the proximity of the bar. So I proceed to bed this uh this young lady. <laughs> and I'm I'm three sheets to the wind. I am sweating. And making noises like I'm fucking pushing up a fridge up a fucking up the stairs of a three floor walk up. I am. I'm having a day <laughs> like is is bad. Like It looks like I'm trying to move a piano by myself. Like it, that's what it sounded like. And then I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I go, what, what, what have we become? What have we become? If th is this how? And like seriously, I like I had that moment of clarity in the middle of the act, where I go, 
oh man, you're better than this. And this is not fair to her. So, yeah, I did that. And I need, because you know the thing is, is at the time I was in a real bad state, real bad state of mind, and I kind of needed an ego boost. And this rotund young lady just so happens to be the the star in Super Mario that I needed to, to pick myself up. So, yes, sometimes guys are just for the boost. They're there for the boost, for the ego boost. And unfortunately, in that, we create toxic women. Uh, oh, real quick, the end of that story is, so after everything is said and done, it's like about... It's about 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning. And uh, obviously, I live close, so she has to go home. So I then have to take her home. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing because it's just, it's ridiculous. And you're th you, think, you're, you think I'm making this up. I'm completely serious. I am not fucking around. This, are, this is... An actual event. So I'm taking her home. It's 4.30 in the morning. So I, I, I take her. Uh, so first, she gets in my car, and it leans like when, uh, when he put the brontosaurus ribs on the Flintstones car. Like it leaned to her side. It was, she was big. So on the way to her house, uh, she goes, hey. Can we can we stop by uh 7-11? I was like, yeah, no doubt. Of course. I'm thinking it's 4:30 in the morning. I'm thinking that she's gonna buy herself some coffee, or you know, maybe she forgot to buy eggs or whatever, like something, something for the house. Or just like, oh, she had a headache and you know, whatever, she was getting Tylenol or whatever. So I I'm I'm waiting outside. And then she gets back into the car, and this young lady, in a plastic 7-Eleven's bag, she had uh, two Mountain Dews, <laughs> two Mountain Dews, she had a six-piece of those, those wings, the, the buffalo wings that they keep, like, on that little spinny thing, and uh, one of those little small personal pizzas. At 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh my God. She's just a stereotype just sitting right next to me. So anyway, so I dropped her off. That's the last I ever saw her. Actually, no, it's not the last I ever saw her. Uh, the next time I saw her, she was substantially skinnier. But I saw her in a Dunkin' Donuts. So I think she was on her way back. So anyway. I digress. <laughs> I, dig I digress. So, yes, some guys are just there for the ego boost. Um, another way to tell if a guy has an ego is he criticizes you often. For example, I call this lady, you're rotund. Who am I? Who am I to tell somebody that they're rotund? And that's a male ego. And a male ego is, is, real, is real funny to detect. Like, we do a couple of push-ups and we look ourselves in the mirror. That's fucked up. That's how we look. That, that's how we, we look at ourselves. We do a couple of push-ups. We do a couple of sets. We're lifting weights. And we look at ourselves like, yeah, it's coming in. Now, I'm getting a swole on. I haven't been to the gym in months. But the day that I go back, I'm going to look at myself in the mirror. And then they'll criticize somebody for some whatever fucking reason. Uh, last, last sign uh, that a guy has an ego, that he's jealous. And I said this, ladies, he's jealous. He, you know, he compares himself to your ex. Or 
uh, uh, he can't take the fact that other men are attract, attracted to you. That's jealousy. That's the ego. The ego will tell you that you're enough for her. And again, I've been that. Very stupidly. But I've been that. I've been down that road. So, yeah. I'm not jealous. I'm just a little, I'm more protective than jealous. You know, I don't want no, just any guy talking to my girl. Uh, but I'm not jealous to the point where, you know, yo, who's, why you keep talking to your, your male boss? Like, like there's, there's stupidity in that. Now, here's the fucked up thing. There's ways to hurt or break a man's ego. And it's so easy. I was looking at this list. It's so easy to break the male ego. That's how fragile it is. It's insane. Like, yo, like, are we really that insecure? Then you think about it like, yeah, we are. We are. We are very insecure. For example, if you really want to fuck with a guy's self-esteem, you want to break his ego, you want to bruise his ego, point out that he has a stomach. Point out that he has a gut. Like, guy, they, and mind you, we don't really, for the most part, a lot of guys don't really keep themselves in tip-top physical condition. So when you point out the fact that he has a stomach, mind you, even though he hasn't done a sit-up in ages and he's not really taking care of himself and he has a strict diet of Burger King and milkshakes, if with the moment that you point out his stomach is poking out, he's going to go, yo, damn, word? Damn, yo, why you got to do it like that? Why you got to point out my stomach and shit? Like, fam, you're sticking it out. You're, you're drinking beer and you have a beer belly. This is nuts that you're insecure about it, and yet you do nothing about it. So, yeah. So, that's one way to break a guy's ego. Point out the fact that he's, he's getting fatter. Another, two is you insult his job. That's fucked up that this is a list. And they, yo, seriously, the, whoever made this list, had to, had to insult her man's job. Because when you think about it, like, you little bum-ass, like, what are you, a bum-ass cop? Like, like it, it's, it's messed up that if you insult a man's job, his profession, you can, you can damage his ego. Uh, another way? Comparing to an athlete, which I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't know how you you can break a man's ego if you go, oh, you know, you shoot like Kobe or you fuck like Magic Johnson. I don't know. I don't, I, that's, one, that's one I don't get. You compare him to a musician. Uh, oh, here we go. If you compare... <laughs> if you compare him to his father. Now... That right there will make me fist fight you in the parking lot of a quick check. I will fight you. Compare me to my father, bitch. Like, what do you say to me? What do you say to my goddamn face? So, yeah, that's, that's a, a good way. That's a, that's a good way to get under my skin. Uh, so, I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't like the fact that I'm giving out all, all the secrets of how to get to me and shit. But, um, yeah. You know, compare him to his father. Another way is that you buy him, you buy him big, you buy him big clothes. Yo, I would fucking snap if somebody buys me big clothes. Like if somebody, like I in general wear a large, but if somebody, like 
Yeah, you know what? It happened one time. Somebody got me an extra large. An extra large. I'm like, yo, I wear a large. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, fam, am I getting that fat? The answer was yes, I was getting that fat. That they were tired. It looked like a snake was eating me. I was trying to escape. Like, that's how tight my shirt was. So, yeah, buying big clothes to fuck with them. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Compliment someone he hates. That, that, that ties in with that whole little competition. That, that little competition uh, that guys have with each other for some dumbass reason. Comparing to somebody that he hates. Oh, yo, you know what? You're just like Jerry. Jerry? Man, Jerry could suck my dick. Fuck Jerry. Like, yo, that's a lot of hate for somebody <laughs> who's, you know, who has no idea that you have this much hate for him. Uh, oh, this is, this is a good one. And ladies, 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 ladies. If you do this, if you do this, just just know that that's the last time you're going to have a friendly conversation with this person. Treat him like he's poor. If you treat a nigga like he's poor, dog. If you treat him like he's poor, like, oh, no, no, I got this. You need it. No, 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 you don't have to do this. I got this. Yo, it fucks with us. Like I went out, I went out with a uh, uh, with a young lady, uh, sometime last year, probably last summer, and you know, I do okay. I'm not out here balling and shit. I'm not, you know, buying fucking pitbull puppies and shit. Those shits cost like three thousand dollars. Like I'm not buying, I'm not out here buying dogs and shit. But I do okay. I do well. And this lady, this chick, was like, "No, I got it." Like, bitch, you think I don't got, like, obviously, it was, uh, it, w- it wasn't a romantic date. We were just hanging out. We were just kicking it. And she just slapped, like, she slapped down, like, 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 the, she had the big joker in space. She slapped down her fucking credit card so goddamn hard. She's like, Zap-lap! fuck you, nigga. I got this. <laughs> like, she, she, she hit that shit hard as shit. It bounced off the table. It bounced. She was like, I got this. She little broed me on a on a damn platonic date. That shit fucked with me. I thought about it. I thought about it when I drove home. It messed it messed with me. I'm not gonna lie. And if you're listening, you know who you are. That hurt my feelings. And I'll get you back. I will. But hey, if you treat a guy like he's poor, if you treat him like he don't got it, ooh. Even if he doesn't got it, if he doesn't have it, you can't treat him like like he doesn't. Like I like I go out with my homegirl, right? I go out with my homegirl, and like let's say she's driving, and then she'll she'll um, she'll drive, she'll she'll park, and she's like, oh. And like, even though I, you know, I got the cash or whatever, she'll still pull out the cash and hand it to me. She goes, here, pay for the parking. I'm like, what the fuck? I got it. She goes, no, 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 stop, stop being stupid. And we're, we're, we're like, we're nothing. We're not anything romantic. But she's like, yo, just stop being stupid. But she gives me the money. So I can pay. And in, in, in that instance, there's two things that are happening. Two things that are happening. One thing is, yeah, obviously she's paying for parking, whatever. I'll get something else. I'll get the drinks. I'll get whatever. Because it's not, it's not a romantic date. So she'll, she'll, so she'll give me the cash like, yo, you, uh, I got parking. You get drinks, whatever. But what she's also doing is protecting my male ego in public. And in public, whoever is paying 
I guess, has that power structure of that pseudo relationship. It's stupid. It's very trivial. It is what it is. But she, like, she, you know, she's very traditional in that sense where she goes, look, I don't want you, I don't want people to see me pay. I want them to see you pay, even though it's her money. Like, I have no problem with it. Like, me, I'm, I'm, I've been on dates where we've gone Dutch or, you know, I pay one time, she pays the next. You know, it is what it is. Um, so I have no problem with it. I've been in long-term relationships, uh, two of them uh, that I know of. Uh, and yeah, we've, we've gone Dutch or I've paid one time, she's paid the next. It is what it is. When you're in a relationship, that's how you, you, you throw, you, that's how you get down. Um, but she understood that the male ego will be in me will, will say like, yo, why, why are you letting these people see you pay when I'm standing right next to you? Like, so it's, it's fucked up. That's how the male ego works. It's perception. Remember. The male ego is very overt. It's very obvious. The female ego, which I'll get into another, is very subdued. It's very subdued. Like, you can't, like, when you compare the two, like, females tend to experience and represent the self in terms of interpersonal relatedness. That's what I'm saying. I'm reading it, and I kind of fucked that up. Anyway, so the male, male, Ego is based on individualism. Like, I have to stand out. That whole bullshit where alpha male and whatever, he's a, a sigma male and a beta male, all that's, that goofy terminology, that's what the male experience is. It's individualism. We're the lone wolf. We're the, the head of the pack. But women, females, their ego is related to other people. It's very group dynamic. It's very, I want to say, it's related, it's, it's directly connected to who they keep in their circle. Even though guys, when we when we display our ego, it's we're we're the best, and I don't give a shit what anybody has to think or whatever the fuck you have to say. But it's really directed, is is connected directly to what people think of us and how people see us. How the how society perceives us. The female ego is connected to how her friends see her. How people that she values their opinion see her. And they're very open about it. They're very, they're very. Uh, candid with it. That I care about what my sisters think about me. Because those, those are the opinions that truly matter. The male ego will say that nobody's opinion matters. It's my opinion. However, my opinion is directly connected to what you think and your opinion. So, technically, I care what everybody thinks about me. Tell a nigga that he runs like a girl. Tell him. I bet you. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Tell a nigga that he runs like a girl. He'll fight you. you Got to make him chase you so you can show everybody that he runs like a girl. But then, you know, he's, he's going to want to fight. Because the male ego is that fragile. 
And the thing is, is about as, as you get older, you start realizing that your, your, your ego is to your detriment and not to your benefit. You start realizing that, you know, seriously, it is what I think about me. And you start thinking, and seriously, your 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 ego becomes a little bit more feminine. And I say that in this term. The opinions that matter the most are the people that you keep close to you. I had a and and like connected to this uh the other day. Wednesday, uh, yeah, this past Wednesday, I, I had a big decision to make. I had a decision to make and it was a tough decision. So what I did was I reached out to the five adults who's a, who's Opinion I value the most. And I also asked my kids what they thought. Because they're at the age. My daughter's 13. My son is 10. They're very cognizant of everything that's going on. And based on their opinion, I was able to make a decision. Now, a younger man, or let's just say the younger Joe, would have made a very rash decision that would have ended me in, uh, it would have led me to uh, a bad life path. The ego, my ego, would have, as a younger man, would have led me down uh, or led me to make a decision that would have been to my detriment. But because I reached out, because I put aside my ego or seemingly what I, what I thought was putting my ego to the side, and I, and I asked... Uh, the opinion of, of these people and my kids. Hey, what do you think? Do you think I should do this or do you think I should do this? And I broke down uh, the scenarios in both scenarios. And just based on their opinions and their feedback, I was able to, um, to make a very, I guess, Cohesive decision. I had, I made a decision that was very important. So the older you get, the more feminine your your ego becomes because you start realizing that it's not about the the individualism. Is about being in that group dynamic. And, and that's important. It's important to realize. It's important to, to see yourself objectively. It's important to be self-aware. If you're being an asshole, if you have been toxic in your life, it's important for you to look back and use those those situations to better yourself and to really recognize how toxic you have been, how hurtful you have been, how dismissive you have been, 
and work on yourself. The road to self to self improvement means that you have to lose the ego. You have to you have to look within yourself to really be vulnerable. Vulnerable enough to open yourself up to harsh criticisms. And you have to accept it. Because you have to accept it. And don't accept it from any fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry on the street. You have to accept this criticism from the people that you love and trust the most. You have to be able to look these people in the eye and ask them, yo, what do you think? And they'll give you, if they, if they love you the same way that you love them, if they trust you the same way they, they, you trust them, they'll give you exactly what you need to hear, not what you want to hear is what you need to hear. They'll give you exactly the advice or the talking to that you need. Now, as you receive that criticism, as you receive that advice, you have to set aside your ego. You have to set aside that selfishness, that short-sightedness, that self-centeredness. You have to put that all to the side in order to make a proper decision. You have to see it in every angle and every aspect in order for you to really grow as a person. That's important. It's really important. You know, and a lot of a lot of our our egos, especially the male ego, and I was and I'll stick to the subject. I'll stick to the male ego. A lot of it has to do with anger, sadness, shame. Fear. And you can say that about a lot, you know, everybody. You can say that about everybody. You know. But the male, the male ego is driven by fears, driven by shame, is driven by anger. And you have to set all that aside. You have to set that aside. A lot of guys are afraid of rejection. Like I was watching something where Jordan Peterson was talking about how the male ego is so directly connected to the female energy, to the ideal woman, that we posture ourselves in order to gain her attention and to to gain her acceptance. So we do things. We do things. We, we buy stupid shit that we don't need and we start peacocking and we get fucking this and we got the cars and the chains and whatever the fuck so she can notice us and I guess that's where chauvinism comes from chauvinism is trying to get the the attention of an ideal woman where there's no ideal woman it's the idea of an ideal woman but we're too stupid to understand it. So a lot of guys do all this because 
We want her to notice us. Instead of us going up to her and talking to her. So Jordan Peterson was talking about uh, a student of his or client of his, I should say, who ran like a, a, a group. And as an experiment, he went out and asked, I think, 20 to 30 women for the phone numbers in a right way, in a very respectful way. But he went out and asked for phone numbers. And the purpose of this was to no longer fear rejection. You have to learn how to accept rejection healthily. Now, I'll get to why women can't accept rejection the same way as men do. But that's another thing, and I don't want to get into it because I'll be called a fucking chauvinist. But men, we fear rejection. Everybody fears rejection. But men, too, because in, in, it invalidates us in society. Or so we think. So we're afraid of the rejection. So a lot of our decisions are made through fear. We overanalyze. We we judge. Because we fear it. We fear rejection. We fear not being chosen. We fear not being seen in a certain way in a public eye. Then we become withdrawn. We become introverted. And then here we are. We're sad. We're full of shame. And it all connects. It all connects. And that's the thing that you have to... And this is, as men, we have to start realizing that we have to get out of our fucking heads. We have to be present. We have to be present in the moment. If we ask a young lady for a phone number in the right way and we get rejected, that's fine, dog. That's fine. Move on to the next. Don't call her a bitch. Don't call her prude. Don't call her this. Or don't call her names. It has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with you. Get better game. This is how we learn. The older, and the thing is, is a lot of it comes from age, age and experience. So, I did like a whole 180 on this fucking episode. Like, I started off joking around and fucking fat bitches, and then I turned it to really, really serious. See? That's the dynamic, which is Joe. I love this goddamn goddamn podcast. I love it. It's awesome. But like, yeah. So that's the ego, man. That's the male ego. And this is Shower Thoughts. I bet do not touch is very alarming if you read it in Braille. And that was shower thoughts. So, yeah. I guess that's it, man. I got I, I touched on a lot of things, and you and I, I really let a lot more information. I, if I, I I thought I let out a lot of information last episode. This episode, 
must be eye opening to a lot of uh, a lot of you who are listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Oh, fuck that! You know, you know what? Shout out to me. First time I I did an hour, a full hour, of me just talking shit. I love it, man. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I'm doing. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, I want to start opening uh the show up to um more calling guests or you know if you have uh something to add to whatever topic, I'm more than willing to talk to you guys. Uh, yeah. So. On that note, this has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.